Hello, everybody. If you would like to see our pretty faces, this episode is also available on our YouTube channel. Check the links in the description below to check it out. Thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll see you at the movies. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of What Do You Mean You've Never Seen, a podcast that analyzes popular or prestigious films that one of us has never seen before. Yeah. Today, I am your host, Jonathan Cologne, joined by my co-host, Jennifer Branch. Hi, guys and girls and everybody. And Max Abelman. Hello, every non-binary person. <laughs> And every binary person. And every well. binary person. <laughs> we are here today to talk about our viewing of E.T., the extraterrestrial in IMAX. Yeah, it made Ooh. it super extra. Yeah. Extra it was like it was so big. Big. extra. It was extra. so big. E.T. was as big as a house, let me tell you. It was a lot. Like yeah, my eyes are to, still adjusting. <laughs> we got to see a three-story tall uh, cat fairy princess we did uh, it we was did. just right in front of us right oh, in front yeah. of us yes. oh, yeah. those of you who are fans of our show or who've come across us lately know that we just released an episode this past monday all about our viewing experience of et the extraterrestrial at home and it was jennifer's first time seeing the movie true she's our first true. time viewer yeah. and this is all three of our first opportunity to see this movie on the big screen yeah I mean, I've seen it in a movie theater. This is my first IMAX experience. Well, there we go. <laughs> it was my first time you. seeing it on a big screen. I mean, you could have just lied. <laughs> Why would I do that? It says it in the other episode of the podcast. I think he d did mention that oh. in the I last did. episode. I saw it at like a 15-year anniversary yeah, or something. saw something where he saw it in the okay. well, yeah. anyway, anyway, none of us had seen it in IMAX before today, no. for sure. right? Are we, are we right. all sure? It was okay. not an IMAX. It right. was you, Max. It was I am Max, yes. but I didn't see it in IMAX before today. <laughs> yes. So this was Jennifer and my first time seeing this movie in a theater. This is true. And yes. it came out when I was two years old, so I was not able to watch it when it first came out. Or if I was there, I don't remember it. Yeah. And mm -hmm. this was prior to the birth of both of my co-hosts. So <laughs> yes. neither of them were around when the movie originally came out. Yeah. So we've already talked about what we liked about the movie what we i think we pretty much liked everything about it there were a couple yeah, more we had a couple of quibbles yeah, but on the whole stuff, we gave it yeah. pretty big big good scores yeah uh, let's talk about our experience of seeing it on the big screen and what was different about it and uh, i think we're going to start with you jennifer since you're our first time um, viewer okay so one of the things that's interesting about this is this is the first time i've watched a movie after we've talked about it on the podcast. So I was kind of paying attention to the stuff that you guys had brought up that I hadn't noticed the first time. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to miss, obviously, on the big screen. Like, like yeah. why does she take that wand with her in yeah, the car? She's holding she it puts in it her in mouth. her teeth and she was at home. Like, she could have left it at home. It's yeah, not like true. she was leaving a party and like, well, I can't not have my wand with me. It was odd. So that was like one thing that was interesting. Other than that, what, what's the rest of the question? Just like, what's it like to see it big screen? Mm -hmm. Was there, um, was there other stuff you noticed more. that you didn't notice before? Well, you do see the cigarette. Uh, I think I pointed that yeah, out yeah. to you yes. that we were looking for before. I did notice the cigarette. I did notice Elliot did have an IV. So I take back my previous statement about mm. him not having an IV. Mm. But either way, why are they trying to give this alien CPR like they know how to yeah, do like they, hearts? Like they know. I 
yeah, and they yeah. still needed to give Elliot chapstick too. Oh, they God. really needed to give Elliot chapstick. Lips, his lips were really ooh, chapped on the big screen. Yeah. And I also noticed more of the keys guy for sure. Yeah. Um, because mm. I hadn't really much paid attention to him the first time, or like you said, like you see the keys jingling every time he's on screen. Mm. That hadn't really uh registered. And then once you said it on the podcast, this time I was able to look for it and again you can't miss it. It's like right there in front of your yeah. face. And what you were saying about how the adults aren't really shown until like two thirds of the way through the movie, but you do see a lot of uh, crotch shots of them. So that's yeah. great. <laughs> even in like the fir- that first scene, even with that first scene where they're just like in the forest and they're like blurry running through and mm-hmm. he's in the sh- spaceships running away there's like an extended shot of just a guy's yeah. crotch running <laughs> that true. i did not notice it's before. a lot of crotch shots and yeah, that driveway yeah. looks even more terrifyingly steep yeah yeah in the big screen like if you even notice like jonathan and i grew up in california and like when you go down the aqueduct like those those things are so steep that like yeah. you can't really walk straight up it you have to kind of like walk on a diagonal and Elliot had to do that when he was carrying the pizza. He didn't walk straight up because that driveway yeah. was so steep. It was so scary. Yeah. Not a safe driveway. No, and it's actually Why? still not as steep as my childhood driveway, mm. but it sloped the other way. Mine sloped down. down. Oh, it's, a, it's yeah. a severe slope. Wow. It was a severe slope. That's though. scary. Imagine having to back out of a garage. Right. With, well, and, and that was the only thing he was uphill. allowed to do was back out of that scary driveway. Like mom didn't really let him drive yeah. other than that. <laughs> like that's like the last thing you should be learning how to do right. when he's driving but yeah and does so it, it was really save you that much trouble to have your son go ahead and back out of the, that driveway for you because then you have to yeah, walk down that driveway right exactly like, I, how helpful is that really yeah not were, at all there were a couple other things i noticed with regards to the front of the house first of all I don't know why the pizza delivery guy doesn't just drive up to the house yeah, yeah. elliot has to meet him basically at the street right like, what the heck is that about? Well, and you know and what else about the pizza sense. that I thought was a little funny? Sorry to interrupt you. Like, the kids, when they send Elliot to meet the pizza guy, they're like, yeah, make sure it has all this and this and this on it. I'm like, didn't you guys already order the pizza? Like, is he going to order? Yeah. <laughs> he's going to open it and be like, oh, there's not enough sausage. <laughs> right? He specifically all... said lots of sausage. Yeah. yeah. When, yeah. Why is that a task for Elliot anyways? I don't know. And then, uh, and then it just made me so mad him. when he put that pizza on that's the That's how ground. they get rid of him because like, he keeps he bugging them about being in the game. He walks a table, too. Uh-huh. And a chair and like and chair, lots of places he could have set it down. He sets it on the grass. But he sets it on the grass. <laughs> yes. Such yeah. a weird choice. And the other thing is that that garage door is almost always open. Yeah. I only saw it closed one time. When that mom goes out on Halloween to like go fetch the kids, she leaves that uh, the garage door wide open when she leaves. And I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. And then all the scientists evil scientists walk in did and that- i i did notice a lot more shots of just kind of the neighborhood and those people yeah. got some big pools in yeah. that neighborhood well, like was this the same was this the same cut we watched or is this a different cut because it's the it same felt, is it the same i don't yeah. know i don't know why it felt weirdly different to me but i guess there i was just first of all i wasn't taking notes this time around so i noticed more so i think it was yeah. that yeah i think for me you know, this being my first cinematic experience with this movie, I paid more attention to it than I probably ever have before. 
because oh, yeah. there was like, you know, I can't be like on my phone. Right. You know, you even with a movie you've seen before when you're rewatching it, you tend to be a little bit distracted or, yeah. you know, people are walking in and out of the room. Mm -hmm. And this was like, it had my full attention the entire mm -hmm. time. But yeah, the part where Elliot goes back outside the second time and catches, you know, he catches E.T. Yeah. E. in the cornfield. And there's that iconic shot of the flashlight in E.T.'s face. And he's like, ah, E.T. escapes out the back gate, like up a bunch of stairs and knocks the trash cans over. I did not remember that yeah. at all. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you I know what like, else I was a was little this in the movie by? Like, how does Elliot know where to look for E.T. in the forest? Like, how does he know where to leave the Reese's Pieces for him? Yeah. I think it, his connection with him has already started to form. I, so that's one thing I noticed too. Like when E.T. opens the umbrella while Elliot's like looking for the fridge, like he's in a different part of the house. There's no way he like heard the no, umbrella open yeah. and like was yeah. shocked about that. It was yeah, like I hadn't gotten he got that shocked. Before me neither. either. Yeah. No, what I noticed this time is, you know, after they have the thing with dads in Mexico with Sally yeah. and Elliot gets up to do the dishes and he, you know, he's standing in front of the sink and he just kind of like loses focus for a second he's just staring out the window i feel like that was sort of the this et esp uh, like guiding him yeah. to want to go out into the forest yeah and that okay. scene that scene read a lot better to me this time around watching it because that was that was the scene that i didn't get them in the kitchen talking about mexico yeah. i don't know i don't know why it just uh, didn't process in my brain but this time it like i watched it and i was like oh no that scene completely makes sense and i just didn't capture it the only thing that <laughs> you doesn't were just make distracted sense. by their weird booth in their just, kitchen yeah, yeah that triangular kitchen table kitchen and their weird one. pizza hut like until this time the dishwasher is right next to the table too yeah that's did crazy. you see that she's like loading the dishwasher the and she's standing right next to that kitchen is insane i still hate their kitchen uh one more thing i noticed was when the keys guy was talking to Elliot and trying to get information about him and he's like he came to me too I've been thinking about this since I was 10 years old so I didn't put that together last time but E.T. must have visited keys when he was a child <gasps> It's the never-ending story. I don't I, know. If I it's never exactly interpreted that. it that, yeah. no? that way. I think because he said he came to me too. Yeah, but I think he means like right now he came okay. to him. Too. I didn't know if that uh, meant like he saw him when he was a kid because he talks about being ten years old. And I'm like, you know, oh, he he may have had that would have like, been weird. He he may have had an encounter with that species or something at that that's age. That's what I'm thinking. And maybe that's what drove him to be in this career mm. yeah because yeah. and you know he's the only person who talks to elliot like he's a person right you know and he yeah. talks to mom too and, and the other like everybody else is treating them like lab rats yeah but he has I, I think maybe he does understand elliot's connection with et and that's why he's able to get through to elliot because he, he elliot yeah. doesn't want to answer anybody else's questions it's kind of like keys is the only one that's willing to like reach him reach him on his level yeah yeah, and, and I like Keys. Yeah, mm -hmm. Keys is good. He's good people. I hope him and the mom get together in the end. That'd be nice. He could be their new dad. They could go to Mexico. They could go to Mexico. Maybe he likes Mexico. Um, the other thing I wanted to just bring up was just the end when E.T. is saying goodbye to Gertie and Mike, and, and he tells Mike thank you. I just thought that was just like such a good moment. Yeah. I really did. Yeah. And and the other thing I wanted to bring up was because we're siblings, like this is just a nice sibling story. It's it is. Just good it really bonding because oh, yeah, you could sure. tell these kids wanted nothing to do with each other at the beginning of the movie and then by the end they're just like we're gonna bond over this like yeah. we're in this together like we're in this family together and that's just always nice to see you don't really see a lot of good sibling relationships yeah. in movies and tv and i feel like the et experience <laughs> 
ooh, that's that should be the name of the ride. That should I be the name like of our band. The experience the family has ET sort of like heals that family yeah. because yeah. they're they're pretty broken and fractured at the beginning. Yeah, and I, I think it brings them together, and I think they're going to have a good life together afterwards mm. because. I think so. They have this shared experience. And, you know, those kids are like, especially at that age, they are so drastically spaced out age-wise yeah. that ordinarily siblings that are that far apart Wouldn't don't interact out. with each yeah. other, right. you know? Well, that's why even Mary thinks it's weird when Gertie's like, I'm going to go play with Elliot. She's like, really? And she's like, don't okay. let them torture you. <laughs> I won't, Mary. Yeah. Yeah, they, I noticed the, her and Mike both call her Mary at different points in yeah. time. I didn't notice that before. But I don't but, think Elliot ever calls her Mary. I don't think yeah. he did. But, but well, Michael did it when he was like, you need to seriously listen to me. Like, mm. I'm calling you Mary because, like, <laughs> I need to get on your level. Like, you need to listen to what I... And then she still didn't listen to what he was mm. saying because when she walked in, she's like, this is great. And it's like, what? <laughs> when E.T. is sitting there dying, she's like, doesn't she say something like yeah, that? Yeah, she's, she's in such when a denial. When she first goes into the bathroom, she's, she's, she's like, She's got this idea awesome. that somehow they rigged this up as a joke. When she knows that Elliot is sick already because he was sick when he came in from Halloween night. Right. So she's not like worried. Like when Michael tells her, like, come here, she's not like, is Elliot okay? Like, what's going on? She's just like, okay, this is great. And Elliot's like, I'm yeah. dying. Oh. Yeah. And then she drops it's, the coffee. Well, she seems to have Elliot amnesia throughout the movie, doesn't she? Yeah. Because she, she, it, we totally, again, gloss over the whole him being drunk at school yeah. thing. Yeah. And she finds the beer can, smells the beer can, like as if, like, let me make sure this is beer. You know, and, it's and the only thing we hear her say about it is, I'm not paying for frogs. And she says it off screen. Yeah. Yeah. So she she seemingly and she lets him go out for Halloween, even though he probably should be grounded or in serious trouble. Yeah. She lets like, him go out for Halloween. He's gone all night after he's already been acting weird. Comes yeah. back and then she it doesn't even phase her when Mike is like, okay, something serious yeah. is going down. <laughs> no. She's like, okay, let's go he's find like, out. Mary, follow me. <laughs> she also does, and I love. Uh, I still love the mother's performance in this because it's just it's just everywhere and everything all at once. When she first sees E.T., she does a super just ridiculous thing where she just pours all of the coffee <laughs> the out coffee. of her cup. Yeah. It's not like she was like... She didn't drop it. She or even like, like, yeah. like do a spill like that. It yeah. was like... She wasn't like surprised and dropped her cup of coffee. She just like gently... Tips it. Tips it over for effect. <laughs> like no one anywhere ever would do. <laughs> right. It was very... Yeah. She's She was just in such a weird state of shock. Yeah. Um, the other thing I wanted to bring up that I noticed more with watching it on the big screen is the casting for this family was really good because yeah, those kids super look good. like her. Yeah. And they look yeah. alike like each they other. Look they like a definitely they look really like do. A real I was gonna say, you know, and we, we have a big TV. You know, like we have a sixty-five inch widescreen TV. But seeing these actors' faces like blown up to like yeah. filling the frame of an IMAX screen, they are just absolutely fantastic facial actors. They're doing great work. Oh yeah. They're like, all doing the tears are all real. Oh my gosh. And Mary looks so pretty. She does. She has she beautiful really eyes. Yeah. I have never ever noticed her eyes before, but I mean since they were like as big as my head, I saw yeah. them in this. Yeah. And yeah, they're just like the the canvas of, you know, the the human face filling up the frame is just absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. Even the even like, you know, Mike's friends, like those kids, I never noticed their faces when no, I watched it before. But, but then all, this, but like, like when they that look of awe on their the, face the is really cool. Trademark Steven Spielberg look. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <gasps> <gasps> let's do it. Let's all do it. Oh, <gasps> <laughs> yep that's yeah. that's for free folks spielberg hire us <laughs> we are available if you need us to look at something we are definitely available yeah. for that 
What about you, Max? Is there anything um, extra that you noticed? There's a few other things that I noticed this time around. First of all, that this movie just holds up incredibly in IMAX. It looks it, it looks stunning from the very beginning. It's like you're really immersed in that forest, and mm. it's like it's a, this is really a movie that suits itself to IMAX. One thing that I didn't notice seeing it uh, on our television is I'm pretty sure that like every scene in this movie is hazed. Like even yeah, the there's house, a haze in everything. Like there's haze in everything throughout the house. The house is all hazed out. There's like a billion fog machines whenever they're outside. Yeah, especially during like the scientists invasion scenes when you see the outside of their house there's just like fog machines everywhere so that everything's shooting fog all the time mm-hmm. it's kind of crazy and yeah and their whole setup looks way more elaborate on the imax screen too. yeah and the cinematography just in general is yeah. beautiful yeah like it's shot very well yeah the they did not obviously redo the special effects yeah. for this yeah there are some times where the seams really show. Yeah, but for the most part, they hold up surprisingly yeah. well. Yeah. Like just, when the kids first take off on the bikes, I noticed, and also yeah. in the kind of the very beginning when you just see the people like exploring the forest, the background that looks super fake. Yeah, <laughs> it did. Well, well the, yeah, the the stars the star field was totally just a yeah. map. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but for the bikes, it's surprising that any of that looks any good anymore. But yeah. like, there's a lot of parts of it that do actually look good. Yeah, when Elliot was by himself on the bike, that looked. Yeah, really uh, cool. and especially really when he's going past the moon on that giant screen, yeah. really like cool. it's stunning. It's absolutely stunning. Yeah. The the nighttime flying was really really beautiful. Mm-hmm. The daytime flying is bit, like the sunset yeah. flying is where I was like, oh yeah, I can it see the matte like lines. But you know, you're so and my god, we have to talk about how good the music sounds in IMAX. Yes, that I was love intense. It, it yeah. was. I was uh-huh. like, this is my dream. I have always wanted to sit in a theater and hear this music played this loud yeah. surrounding me on all sides. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. fantastic. It really brought me back to my childhood when you would go to an IMAX theater and they'd show the projection of everything that's behind the screen, all the mm-hmm. like speakers and stuff yeah. and how you see all of the equipment and it's just like, oh, I'm about to see an IMAX movie. It really felt like like, yeah, I'm about to see a freaking IMAX movie with their ridiculous sound system all behind that giant screen. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, John Williams, like incredible. Incredible. Like, it, it, this is like is some of his best. So immersive. Too. And, you know, the the whole part, you know, starting from the there's a track on the soundtrack that starts right when Elliot first walks up the ramp thing into the van. Yeah. So all that all the way through the end is like 15 minutes or something. Yeah. <laughs> And oh my God, have I always wanted to hear that piece of music in yeah. a real theater. Really and cool. boy, is it good. Yeah. Even even when you do get to the sketchy visual effects, the fact that you're mm-hmm. hearing that score, the E.T. score the, uh, that won an Oscar, and it's just transporting you. Yeah. Like, And I was really like, cool. you know what? Uh, yeah, I can see the matte lines, but I don't care because I'm hearing this music the, the way it was meant to be heard yeah. and seeing the movie the way it was meant to be seen. It's just so awesome. Like the only thing cooler would be like if we did one of those things where they show it at like the Hollywood Bowl with like a live orchestra. Oh, <laughs> like yeah. That would yeah. be cool, which yeah. I know they do that sometimes. But but yeah, and, that was definitely the, a lot. The it van was, was something cool. else that I, uh, that I didn't quite pick up in my brain. The absurdity that all of the final tube leading to this house is connected to this van. Why is it connected to a van? Why does it lead to a van? Like you need to go. Well, that's what they put 
E.T. up the, they put him in. But I'm pretty the van sure it's like way, still always connected to the van. Yeah. The entire time. Well, their and whole so you have setup to enter was very confusing in the it, zippers. Yeah. And the, I mean, it's, I'm, I'm sure it's all purposefully confusing, but I don't know. And then know. when they actually go to revive E.T., it's all the safety equipment's yeah. off. Like, you know, when they should be like, super safe when they're right up with yeah. him touching him they're like we don't need these masks anymore but you know we needed yeah. a spacesuit like five minutes ago. yeah and i was really trying this time to figure out where in the house they were for the et er segment i of the feel movie. like it's an entirely different room and i don't feel seen. like it's something that we've seen before because the the living room where the tv is is much much smaller than that well yeah. i thought it was like the place where they had that model train set but i don't think it was because then when they were talking to mom you still saw the model yeah, train, no. so the house is suddenly a much bigger house when the science yeah no, scientist scenes happen. and i they don't have know a giant how they, rumpus how room they that like we've like never seen the yeah. house. how are they like listening in on everything i didn't understand that they were just using like advanced like you know, like, microphones. Like yeah. Okay. I uh, thought they yeah, like espionage. Those, you know, like you get those little toy like disc radar things where it's just like you can listen in on stuff. It's that, but it's oh, real. Yeah. Do you remember yeah. that like infomercial where they had yeah. like one of those like headphone things and these people are talking across the street gossiping and the lady's like checking her mail, listening in on them and she's like shaming them for gossiping. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, you're listening in on a conversation <laughs> that you're not a part of. Lady. Yeah. Like, yeah. What is up with that? <laughs> that was weird. Sorry. What random tangent. But <laughs> <laughs> she was all judgy about it. Oh, and we're like, dear. okay, pot calling the kettle black. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. um, so but yeah, yeah, what a great experience cool. it was, and I'm so glad the three of us got to, oh, to yeah, see it absolutely. together. And we saw it in a theater with very comfortable seats. It they was, were pretty comfortable. Nice. Yeah, it was. It was nice, it was, it was nice to. Yeah. To I just, only complain about the theater was the snacks selection was not the oh, best. Oh, not the stairs. Yeah. It was like a billion stairs, too. It was a lot yeah, of stairs. It was, yeah, it was an IMAX theater, but they bring you in on the bottom. Yeah. And you have to walk up. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it, I'm so happy we got to see it. it I'm so, I'm so happy and that... I'm so glad you guys came up with that idea, because I didn't even know that so this much was fun. happening. So yeah, yeah, I appreciate no you inviting that me along Jonathan, for that. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, and if you have the opportunity to go see this on IMAX, viewers, I think it's out for two weeks. And this is, it just came out on Thursday and we're recording this on Sunday. So it's got another 10 or so days left of release. And then Jaws comes out after mm. that. And we're going to do all this again for Jaws. Yes. But if you have the opportunity to go see this in the IMAX, please do. Oh yeah, for It sure. is so worth the money. And it was really especially if, if you're too young or if you have kids or siblings or, or friends that were too young to see this in its original theatrical release or the re-release, yeah. go do it. You you won't be sorry. Yeah, it was it was Completely a great agree. experience. It really was. You know, yeah. if if I had seen this movie this way to begin with, I probably you know would have watched it a lot yeah, more. Exactly. You know, this oh, wouldn't yeah, have been sure. a. What do you mean you've never seen? It would have been yeah. like a, obviously I've seen it. What but. do you mean you've seen it five thousand times? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, take take the opportunity. The theatrical experience cannot be discounted. Yep. And uh, five out of five. Five out mm-hmm. of five. Yeah. Ten out of five. Yeah. And, five uh, brought to life flowers out of five. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for listening to us. And now I'm going to hand it over to Jennifer to uh, say goodbye to you all. That is our show. On behalf of my co-host and myself, we want to thank you listeners for joining us each week. We want you to subscribe, download, leave five-star reviews. You can get in touch with us uh, via our email address at what do you mean you've never seen at gmail.com or check the description of the episode for links to all of our social media. Please email us, send us a DM, tweet at us. You know, we love engaging with our fans. I just want to say goodbye to everybody. Thank you, Jonathan and Max for taking me to the movies today. That of was cool. Course. You're thank welcome. you for coming. <laughs> thank you all for watching and listening. We look forward to talking to you soon. Bye. All right, bye, bye. everybody.
Our episodes and digital content are produced by Max Abelman. Your hosts are our writer, Jonathan Cologne, producer, Max Abelman, and head of social media and community outreach, Jennifer Branch. All artwork for our show is created by James Alexander with Pleasant View Designs. Check the links in the description below for more information on how to follow the show and subscribe to our Patreon. Thanks for listening, everyone, and we'll see you at the movies. We'll be right back. 